Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Mike leaves behind a, a wife, uh, Cindy, 
and two little girls, uh, a nine-month-old and a five-year-old. So, Mike, uh, rest well, end of what? Well, Bob, uh, would you like to uh, enlighten our, uh, our fans about uh, your activities here today? Oh, the, the sailing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking full advantage of this uh, California weather and, uh, you know, rub it into all the people that still got snow. <laughs> and uh, it, it is <laughs> it's, it's just beautiful out here. So, yeah, me and the wife uh, started taking some sailing lessons, and uh, tomorrow's the big test. So, um, uh-huh. But when they, they first get you started, you start with these dang little dinghies, and I'm too dang big for those, you know. <laughs> I got I got to graduate to the bigger boat. <laughs> you know, they call it a boom for a reason. That thing swings across like nobody's business. <laughs> you should call it a kaboom, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, one of these days I'll be uh, hopefully you know, like Captain Ron. Or <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Now, Bob, you were you were talking. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, your former coach and uh, some of the uh, highlights of his life. And, uh, maybe you could uh, we could start the show with that. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so my my coach, my mentor, my big brother, uh, uh, Maurice Smith. Uh, he uh, now Black History Month, um, and. Uh, um, we were talking today and, and texting some photos back and forth. He showed me and, and, uh, you know, they, they went through and, you know, uh, he was the first, and I, you know, I don't know, the first black UFC champion. And so, mm-hmm. um, that put him, uh, on a list with all like the first black athletes, man. And like, you know, Jackie Robinson, like, so many uh, famous and, and amazing athletes. And, and and I believe Maurice deserves that, you know, deserve, deserve this kind of recognition for a long time. I mean, uh, but, you know, he, uh, he was the first one. He beat, you know, he was an underdog and he beat Mark Coleman back in the days when the USC first started, you know, the jiu-jitsu boys were doing their thing and, you know, kind of taking the world by storm, storm, Hoist Gracie and whatnot in the beginning. And, He'd eventually get people down and submit them out. Then he ran into, and then some big, you know, big time wrestlers and stuff. Well, Ken Shamrock was already fighting, you know, outside in, in uh, like Japan and stuff. But so when he met up right. with Hoist and all that kind of stuff, but it kind of made segue for the wrestlers. And then all the wrestlers came in and started dominating the sport. You know, your Dan Severn, uh, Mark Coleman, Don Fries, you know, these really tough, uh, big dudes. And, Mark Coleman was on top for quite some time, and I think he was going on his sixth title defense, and uh, mm-hmm. they did a super fight, and Maurice uh, Maurice took him out uh, with a head kick. So that kind of put strikers on the map, uh, because when the UFC first came out, everyone was like, you just do fanatics, and which there's nothing wrong with, you know, some good jits, but, uh, mm-hmm. and then, you know, a lot of the strong wrestlers got involved, and then no one was really given the strikers a chance and Maurice kind of paved the way for, you know, people like Liddell and, you know, uh, all the, you know, Tito Ortiz, all, all the, all the strikers, scrappy guys. And then, you know, then it really became mixed martial arts. Cause not only do you have to have a wrestling base, uh, some jujitsu, uh, skills, but you also had to be able to, you know, punch and kick somebody in the, in the head. And, uh, so that was really, really when everyone really started cross training. So I'm beyond excited and ecstatic of, of, of him, and I'm so happy for him and proud. And, um, but, yeah, we were talking about it today. And I mean, it's, you know, I think he should be recognized for a lot of other things, just being, like, the first black guy. I mean, I don't need to – I don't like that there's necessarily just only one month for Black History Month. I mean, it should be all year round. You know what I mean? We're, you know, we're all in this together. But – uh yeah, so he made a list, a great list of uh, uh, of, of famous athletes and, and some that I'd never heard of and stuff as well, but uh, awesome accolades. You know, he was uh, brought into the UFC Hall of Fame, I think, two years ago, or three, maybe seven, maybe 2017 ish, yeah. And, um, you know, I got a chance to go out there and, 
uh, see that in Vegas when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. But um, yeah, so super proud of Maurice and any fight, you know, striking fan, uh, look look up who he is and and he's kind of. I don't know. I, I want to say one of the grandfathers of striking. I mean, he fought some of the toughest guys on the planet um, back in, you know, K1. He was in the first K1 tournament in the United States. Um, you know, he's fought Ernesto Hoost. I mean, so many different athletes. Uh, I, I can't even name them all. He's gone up against Boss Rutten and, you know, back in the Pankras days in Japan. When we go to Japan, you can't close fist punch in the face over there. You got you got to slap. And then it's more, more grappling. So... Um, but yeah, he's he's fought some of the top athletes in the world, and, and so again, congratulations to Priest. Great, great. Um, I, I guess uh, uh, you, you've got to be happy with uh, the uh, uh, Usman Burns uh, fight uh, last week. Uh, Usman oh, really uh, really was, took it to him. Well, and it was you know not taking anything. Uh, away from uh, Burns because there was a because uh, he's an athlete and in the beginning seconds of the round or in the first round like he wobbled Usman you know and that was I was ooh because there, there's been a lot of upsets lately um, and so that was kind of uh, a shocker you know and then uh, Usman just came back and did a clinic you know so um, phenomenal athlete but great mm-hmm. results there um, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, you know, you know, one of the things that uh, that I, I wanted to bring up tonight is that a lot of times people think that uh, fighters and and especially uh, MMA or uh, UFC fighters, um, UCF rather, I'm sorry, um, they they they're just dumb people. But uh, there's a girl out there, uh, Miranda uh, Maverick. Uh-huh. She's a PhD commi- uh, a candidate at at the Old Dominion, and it's not just uh, uh, she's a she's into uh, a science that uh, she's going to get her her doctorate. It's it's amazing to me that uh, you know people don't they don't bring that up more. Um, you know they bring up the uh, they may bring up uh, any one of the fighters, uh, you know like uh, Pelleher or. Uh, Simone, or, or um, uh, again, uh, either Usman. Um, and, and the other thing I want to ask you about him was, uh, uh, but they they don't they don't just don't advertise that these women are not just out there to uh, beat the hell out of each other and look pretty, but they actually have some uh, brains in them. And, and uh, there is a science to this uh, this thing. And, and you know, I'm sure that. Uh, She's using every every bit of her, her brain while she's out there, but uh, she certainly uh, has moved along the, in the uh, in the fight world too. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, when you first started talking about this and saying, you know, most people think that the fighters are dumb, I was just going to agree, you know. But <laughs> no, but uh, the uh, to be honest, I mean, for those that don't know, um, yeah, it's a very physical sport, but the way I I, I, I uh, would would you know signify is is uh, it's dangerous chess. You, you you know where you're the chess pieces, and if you make the wrong moves, you know you get you get smacked in the face. So there's a lot of calculating. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, again, like you know, a lot of my uh, kids that come into the gym and this and that, you know, and they, and they want to put all their their eggs in one basket and and just train to be fighters. And so there is a mix of different people in there, but there's also a lot of really smart people. I bring up uh, one of my buddies, uh, uh, Shane Carwin, fought out of Colorado, you know. And what I I loved about Shane is, uh, you know, he's an engineer. And and by by trade, and then got in the UFC, rode that wave for however long, and then he got to go back to being an engineer. So to anybody thinking about going into the sport, do it as a hobby. You know, get a career do that kind of stuff, you know, pad your stuff up because, you know, we're always complaining that boxing doesn't quite have the, or I mean, uh, MMA doesn't quite have the boxing money. So it's not, it's not something you want to put all your, your eggs in that one basket, you know? And sure. so there's, and there's a lot of talented and brilliant uh, people around the sport. So, yeah. And I think they should give her more credit. Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of always focusing on, you know, like Jones getting in a car wreck or, or you know, the bad right. guys or 
somebody's talking this guy up or, you know, right. I mean, shout out to the ones that, that have brains and keep them. Yeah, well, you know, you talked about the, the money aspect. Um, Tiafino Lopez has been with uh, top-ranked uh, boxing since he was uh, uh, an amateur, and uh, he's been a long time. So they put the purse out for his, his fight uh, that's coming up uh, in two weeks. And um, all of a sudden, top rank didn't bid on it. Um, didn't bid, I should say they did bid on it, but they didn't bid high enough. So um, he got a, his purse for this fight is $6.2 million. Wow. And uh, he's moving from uh, top rank, uh, which is uh, Kathy Duba, uh, to Triller, uh, which is a uh, a new conglomerate that's out there that uh, people put some money into. It's, you know, it's just like uh, um, all of a sudden there's, uh, a, when they see this opening up, uh, and more fights out there that um, the hedge fund people are moving money into the uh, into the fight game. So uh, it was a you know he's an undisputed champ, lightweight champion, um, but he he's leaving uh, top rank with a very bitter um, um, feeling on both sides. Yeah. I know Kathy be very well, and I know she's not going to be very happy losing a, a top rank. A fighter like that, especially when she's brought him up. On his right. side, uh, he's all pissed off because she didn't try to protect him. Uh, she didn't come up with a, with the big uh, bucks to to save him. So you know, his team uh, just said to hell with it. We're out of here, and, and they uh, just moved over. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, there, we've talked uh, many many times about uh, Canelo Alvarez and and his. Uh, this big purse that he was promised by a, a, a company, and he ended up uh, suing them. He only walked away. Uh, he only walked away with a partial, which is a hundred twenty-four million dollars. Wow! <laughs> I can live off the taxes for that for many years. I, I would just, I would, I would fight for just the tax money off of that. You know? Sure. Sure. In fact, he's fighting tonight. He's got uh, a big fight on uh, Dazen. Uh, he's fighting uh, uh, Yeldrium. I always screw that name up. Uh, and it, uh, again, um, for some reason, he's not fighting up to the level that he should be to be prepared for um, some of these fights that he really wants. And uh, he doesn't seem to be able to... Uh, um, Get it through his head that yeah these are these are nice fights and they're not they may not be uh, tomato cans but what happens if uh, the tomato can beats the hell out of you and uh, yeah. breaks something then you're out for a while uh, right so. well I mean and we were talking about Maurice I mean that that's kind of how he got his shot because uh, uh, back in the day they 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 wanted Mark or they wanted two other guys to go after Mark Coleman. I think one of them was Don Fry, and then that he didn't work out because he wanted more money. Then they went after somebody else, and and then they went and got Mo uh, for that amount of money, and he got in there. So these guys, yeah, with all this money, um, and that's that's what's unfortunate about MMA. You know, back in the day, everyone had their sponsors, and sponsorships were where you're going to make that money. And right. and then then the uh, UFC said no, no one can have any more sponsors. That's why uh, Stitch left. Because Stitch wasn't making hardly any money without sponsorships, and right. then Dana White took all that stuff away, and everyone's sponsored by Adidas. Well, they're not getting kickbacks from Adidas necessarily. You know, it's all going to Dana or in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why we're always hoping that these, you know, Bellator, these other, you know, prize fighting championship and stuff, they get some more sponsors and they get in there and put some pressure on Dana. You know, because hopefully we get. Uh, we start getting money because you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, you fight your career and, and it, it, it's a short lived career. You're not going to keep going for a long time because it is a combat sport, you know, and you're going to get hurt at some right. point. It's not, you know, kind of if it's when. And uh, so you, you, you kind of try to want to get as much money as you can before any of that stuff happens. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like them to see them get paid more, but then again, it will it, it reflect on the fans and and uh, right. 
uh, ticket sales and stuff like that. So um, right now everything's, of course, you know, hardly any fans. But you know, that's another another point uh, I wanted to talk about. On Wednesday night, we were talking to uh, uh, Bobby Taylor uh, from the uh, Flyers on our other show, and uh, then we were talking to Larry Boa from the Phillies, and uh, both of them were saying, you know. This is going to be a very trying year for athletic, um, the, especially the, the teams, uh, and you know what kind of a, a deal they're going to be able to work with the, the TV because at this point in time, uh, Philadelphia is only going to let uh, 20% of uh, the crowd come into uh, the stadium. Well, 20% uh-huh. of, uh, I think it's uh, – 27,000. That's uh, 5,400 people. Now, can you imagine going to a, going to take your a kid to a, a baseball game where you're paying $50, $60 a seat, and you go to get him a, a, a hot dog and a Coke, and you're paying another $35 or $40. Uh, right. So you got $100 just in him. So you got two, $300 uh, just for one game. And we used to be able to in the old days, uh, they used to have not old days where you could take all your kids for 25 cents a head. Yeah. And, uh, they would fill, yeah, they'd fill the stadium up, but they can't do that anymore because these big contracts are given out. Um, and everybody's, uh, waiting to see, uh, you know, the, the, uh, of course, major league baseball has canceled, uh, all the uh, grapefruit leagues, uh, this year. They're not going to play them. Um, as soon as, uh, as soon as the uh, spring training is done, they're going to close up the uh, stadiums that they've had for years, and uh, which then reflects back on the cities that they're in because they're not going to get any taxes from it, uh, either sales tax or seat tax, and uh, you know that it just this is just a spiral we're in with this uh, pandemic we're in. So, uh, you know, it just uh, amazes me. Um, how bad things have gotten. But uh, hey, let me ask you something. Uh, why is is Usman calling out uh, Masvidal? Um, you have any idea? Okay. Yeah, I do. And okay, so we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago how that's just a uh, almost a uh, a block in that um, that division. Okay, mm-hmm. um, because Us- there's not a whole lot of people that, you know, got a shot at Usman. Um, but what I heard is actually Dana White uh, is putting together where Carmen Usman and uh, Jorge Masvidal they're going to be the coaches for his next uh, UFC Tough Series, you know, the, the, where the new, new guys come in and, and compete. And then at the end of that, then those two will fight. So, so that will – Basically, during the entire time they're filming that, those two will be under a contract, and so they can figure out everyone else in that division uh, who's going to be the next contenders to go against Usman or anything like that, or Jorge if he if he ends up winning, you know, that fight. But that'll buy him, I think, several months uh, where people will still get to see those stars because uh, I'm not sure um, of. Uh, Masvidal's ranking on that, but I, th- I still think he's in the top four or five with that. So it'll be a good fight and it'll be a good setup. And again, Dana's a smart businessman. He, he's gonna he's gonna make those decisions to make that money. He's gonna stretch this stuff out as long as he can. Well, okay. Now I keep saying that uh, he keeps saying they're, they're going back to Vegas. Is he going to stay in Abu Dhabi, or is he going to go back to Vegas? I think he'll go back to Vegas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or with with the, with the fights, you mean? Yes. Dana or Carl? Yeah. So right now they're still they're they're blasting out all these on at the UFC Annex or Apex, uh-huh. sorry. And um, yeah, there's there's plans to go back to uh, Abu Dhabi. I'm not not sure how soon, but he likes taking the because there's tons of money over there and right now without, you know, any fans and stuff, but 
right now there's a lot of uh, you know ESPN Plus and that kind of stuff going on. No real big UFC, so. I think, you know, in the next couple UFCs, he'll be back over there because he really likes that fight island, the way they can uh, separate everybody with uh, uh, COVID and, and keep the, the you know, guidelines going and make sure everyone is safe. So, um, yeah, I, I'm sure he'll be over there soon. Uh, but it doesn't look like anything for the next couple months. It's all here. Yeah, all the way all, all all the way up until April, where we got Whitaker versus Costa. Mm-hmm. He'll be at UFC, so I'm not sure why or what happened over there, um, but yeah, he'll be back. Uh, you don't invest that much money into a whole fight island and then not go there. Right. Uh, okay, now I got a I got a big one for you, uh, Cyril Gainey. Versus uh, Junior Del Santos. Um, uh-huh. That that was a was that expected? Did you think um, for the win for for uh, Ganey? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't have too much on that. Is that that's the guy that just won last week, right? Yeah. He, um, uh, yeah. He just beat the hell out of him, and uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, when they tried to stop it, they, they couldn't, they almost had to pull him. They did have to pull him off him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, Saro Gainey um, versus Junior Santos. That's uh, scheduled for UFC Vegas 20. So, or actually, wait, it might have already, no, I don't think it's happened yet. So. Yeah, it happened last weekend. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. They, um, yeah, that was a punishing fight. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, getting back to the uh, to the female side, um, can you tell the, our our, uh, our audience about uh, uh, what you know about Alexis Grasso? Um, Alexis Grasso. Okay, so. Uh, Looking her up right now. So, um, mixed martial arts, of course. She um, a, uh, she just recently beat Macy Barber, and she's working her way right. up the flyweight division. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, tough girl, real tough girl. Um, yeah, so she's only 27. Um, she's ranked number 10 uh, in in uh, in the flyweight division. So again, anybody that gets into the top ten is going to start getting some uh, great uh, uh, fights in there. So, I mean, she's coming off a two-win streak. Um, yeah. So, I mean, four four over thirteen wins are by knockout. Uh, again, she's only uh, lost tw- or three three times. Uh, once by mis- uh, submission, twice by decision. She she's won like nine by decision though. So. It's not like she's a huge finisher, but she is a tough, tough girl, you know, um, more on the stand-up side. So, The kind you want to watch your buddy date, but you don't want to date her? Right, right, you know. <laughs> the, the, the kind of wife you don't, you don't leave socks on the floor, you know. <laughs> like, I don't understand these guys are into that, you know, that, well, that bondage stuff. All you got to do is get married and fold the towels wrong, and you'll get yelled at enough, you know? So. Good. Um, that was Benny Henderson calling on the other line. He's going to call in in a minute. Um, nice. The, the other question I had tonight was, uh, Islan uh, taking that. Oh, oh, I already got that one out. Uh, where was the other one here we had? Um, oh, uh, Myra uh, Buenos. Um, do you have any uh, any information on him? Um, no, I, I I didn't I didn't I wasn't prepped for him. I wanted to talk about the Derek Lewis though, that uh-huh. nice knockout he came in with last week uh, versus yeah. Curtis Blaze. I mean, yeah. So I mean, it was two big strong guys, heavyweights, just coming at it 
And, uh, man, it, it, again, it shows the difference. That's why the heavyweights get paid more than the smaller guys because you're just going to finish. I mean, you're throwing so much body weight behind those punches that you get those knockouts all the time. And, boy, he came out and just pounded him, followed him to the ground, and just, I mean, kept pounding him to where the ref had to jump on him and stop it. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, yeah, it was a great, great battle. Yeah, they, uh, from what I could read uh, earlier in the week, it, it looked like it must have been. Uh, uh, how about the uh, uh, bomb versus uh, Heinrich? Uh, last week? On that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they, they were all good fights. And, and um, uh, that, the, the cool part about that is uh, it was against uh, Ian Hench or uh, whatever. And so Gaslam yeah. ended up getting the decision. Um, again, Ian's been around for a, a while. It, it's you're seeing these guys that Dana's doing a lot of good matchmaking with them, but when they're losing, like he, he could be still cutting more. So it it really kind of comes down to making room for all these new guys, the new up and comers, and and then trying to you know get the women up on the cards as well too, because he's got just tons of people in his stable. And again, so hopefully we start to see hear more about these these, these women and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that was a good fight. It was all it was all real good uh, last week. Um, but again, the, the Carmen Usman versus Gilbert Burns was was the, the headliner, and that was phenomenal. Okay, we're gonna call Benny. He says uh, their lines. Hello, it's not me you're looking for. I don't have any money. That's his answering machine. <laughs> we'll, give him a, we'll give him a minute and we'll call him again. But uh, the uh, uh, Ty and, and uh, Zito are traveling today. Uh, uh, Ty uh, is doing a, another film. Uh, he's up in Massachusetts, uh, and uh, Zito went along to uh, help him with some of the uh, the uh, lights and stuff like that. So, the, uh, now, is it, is it, I thought it was like a documentary, or is he like doing yeah. like short films? Uh, they're all documentaries. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the subject matter, in some cases, um, have been uh, people that have been uh, wrongfully accused and sent to, sent to prison uh, for uh, things that they did not do. And somehow, either uh, research or DNA has proved that they were innocent. So, what they're doing is uh, uh, making sure that uh, people get their story out there. Um, yeah, good. That's yeah. awesome. I'd like to watch some of that stuff because, again, the, the you know we were talking earlier about how the fighters, you know, they're. Again, everyone stereotypes everything. I don't care what anybody says. And, you know, so fighters are just dumb jocks that, you know, beat each other up. They're animals. They're they're violent, you know, whatever, whatever. When we, when we first started doing MMA, you know, kind of had to explain it to people what I was doing, you know. And, and, and people were like, uh, uh, you know, is it like WWE? I'm like, no, it's real. And then there was other people out there that really thought WWE it was real. And look, those are real athletes. They're in super good shape, but it's predetermined who's going to win uh, before it, you know, pretty much even happens. Versus, sure. you know, we go out there and actually beat people up. So you're trying to tell these people way back in the beginning. You know, we're talking like two thousand, or uh, yeah, early like 2006, 2002, uh, early 2000s. Um, you know, people like. I, I try to explain it like, oh, you mean like human cockfighting? I'm like, no, there were actually skilled athletes. We go in there. It's our choice. You know, we, we've chosen to do this um, against another skilled athlete. So <clears throat> it, 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 it's hard because, you know, being a big guy, uh, looking the way I do, um, people are already usually intimidated by my presence regardless, you know, so I try to, you know, always tell jokes and be calm and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um it, it's 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 not it's not fair for people to paint you with their insecurities. 
um, right. because you know it, it's not it's not my fault I'm bigger than you. It's not my fault that you know that you don't work out or whatever. You know that's all on you. You know it's 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 right. not my fault that you don't take you know any kind of self defense or any kind of lessons like that to where you feel more confident. Um, you know I'm I'm kind of a big guy. I've got a deep voice and. You know, I get excited really easy, and, and then people, you know, they, they shy away. So it's not – and, again, it's, it, it's their, their insecurities that they're throwing on you and judging you because of that, right. which is unfair. So I want to see a lot of these people just end up, you know, getting the true side of the law instead of getting just painted as a bad guy. Great. Great. Well, we're – we're, we're, I'm sorry. We're joined by a, a giant in the field. Um, both in, in person and in place, uh, a guy who uh, stands about uh, as tall as he possibly can. Um, I used to introduce him as uh, being able to, you know, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to jump uh, uh, small women with a single bound. Uh, Benny, Benny Henderson. Benny, how you doing? Man, speaking of a big guy with big voice and little penis, I am here. Bam. <laughs> It's the G rating again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. If y'all hear anything barking, it's my dog because he's retarded. And um, <laughs> can you still? Can you? St- we all suck. Can you still say retarded? By the way, is that wrong or right? Yeah, that's uh, that's not uh, politically correct anymore. Is my dog? Is he a male or a female or challenge. just a dog? Mentally challenged. <laughs> mentally yeah. challenged. But is my dog a boy or a girl or just a dog? I mean, how to do that now? I'm, I'm worried. Not sure. You'll have to ask the, that lady from Georgia. She seems to know everything. Okay. Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. Yes. All right. I'm just saying, Canelo. what do you think? What do you think about him? I, I just got to say Canelo, man, because um, first off, another dude, I can't say his name. He's from Turkey, and I like Turkey, right. but um, I can't say whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Tough dude, man. But Canelo, man, he's a legend. And, uh, you know, he, so he got beat by Mayweather. Who didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I'd say Canelo, man. He's, he's actually, is Canelo actually Spanish? I think he's white. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I really Spanish. believe he, no, he's, no, he, that's bull crap. He was stolen from a Spanish family, from a white family, and took to Mexico. He's white. I don't care. <laughs> I have never seen a Spaniard look that way ever in my life. Now, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. But is 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 this the, this this fight tonight? Is that the level that he should be fighting, or is that uh, two steps down? Because that seems to be a a major question that that he's picking people that are not uh, not his level or or. But you, but you also look at this, look at look at this, Mister Butch. Look at this. People are saying the same thing about me. I remember, you know, fighting people at certain levels. Like, oh, he fought this guy or that guy. And look, look at, look at, um, look at one of the greatest heavyweight champs of all time. Me, um, I fought a cab driver, and uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, no Rocky Marciano, man. Um, you know, he fought people at, the, you know, going like down, you know, going downhill. They will say, you know, so. I guess you fight who who put out to you. I guess. Huh. All right. Well, another fight out there tonight was Anthony Durrell uh, against Kyron Davis. What's your thoughts on that one? I'm not a Durrell fan. I don't like any of the. I don't like the Durrell brothers at all. I don't care. I just don't. Uh-huh. I mean, as far as I mean, they're good. I mean, both. You know, they're. You know, the problem is if I don't like you as a person, I don't like you as a fighter. So. Next question. <laughs> so okay. I'm sorry. I'm no sorry. I am a terrible. No I am terrible at this. Can about, we talk? Uh, t- can, let's talk about ahead. food. I can talk about food and beer. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, Joseph Parker and uh, defeating uh, J.R. Pa, Junior Pa? What do you think of that one? That was last week. Oh. Oh, you talking about that? Oh, I know you were. We should probably should tell everybody that uh, Benny's a little slow this week because he was uh, not only snowed in but iced in last week. Uh, he's from the uh, beautiful state of uh, 
uh, Iceland, I mean Texas. And uh, okay, let's talk. Let's not even talk about fights. Last week, it, I always told my wife. Listen, I was telling my wife, listen, if we win a lottery, we're going to move to Colorado where it's cold and we can smoke weed, right? After four day, after four days of ten degree weather, negative ten by the way, and <clears throat> no no electricity, all my pipes broken in my house and everything. I said, you know what? We're not. And then oh, finally, when I got my phone back, somebody called me by the name of Butch. Goes, oh, it's eighty here. Um, I'm just. Um, we're not. We're not going to Florida. I mean, we're, we're going to Florida. That's where we're going now. Forget there you that. Go. Can you smoke dope yeah, in Florida? By the back, way, you can move in Casey's garage. Yeah, but can you smoke dope there? Can you smoke weed there? Because if uh, you no. can't, I don't know if I'm going to. No, no, I have to bring your badge out. You won't be able to do that. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll stay in Iceland. I mean Texas. <laughs> I mean we're not used to this kind of stuff. Listen, let me tell you something, dude. When you when you fart and it comes out like an icicle, I mean it's not funny. And and the bad thing is, I know we're talking about fighting, but you know, I, I take it to another, another level. It is BS that we're sitting here and they're talking about the power grid and um and this is no joke. Where I live, I live on I live on the poor side of town, apparently, because our lights was off. Right across the street, their lights was on the whole time because they got nicer houses. I am tired of living in this trailer house. This is not there right. That's right. Luckily, I moved my trailer house next door because it has wheels, and our lights are back yeah. on. Yeah, there you go. So what do you think? You still haven't told me about uh, what you thought about the Parker fight last week. Oh, I, honestly, I didn't know anything about it because we had no lights or nothing. So yeah, Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Been, yeah, he uh, – he he took it to uh, Junior Fa. I mean, he um, he didn't hold back anything. Uh, now the question is, you know, he'd been off for a while. Uh, where does he go from here? Um, you know, we, we talked about uh, earlier. We were talking about Tiafino Lopez uh, leaving uh, um, uh, top rank uh, for Thriller because uh, he got six point two million dollars in his new purse that, uh, for this night next fight. Uh, he got how much? Six point two million. Dude, I will fight that guy right now for this happening. <laughs> I mean, I will bless my mom and her head, bless her soul for ten dollars right now. I mean, but that much? I mean, yep. oh Lord. Yeah. Um, right. well, let me let me drop you an easy one then, uh, Andrew. Yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Andy Ruiz versus Chris Ariola. Uh, May 20th. Yeah, well, I got an area all right here in my chest. Oh, oh, no, please. Oh, uh, <laughs> man, I, I love, you know, the not, was it not in the Chris? I love Chris back in the day, but it was back in the day, you know. Right. Um, and the Reeves, didn't he, like, have a body transformation or something, like lose a lot of weight or some stuff like that? Ruiz did, yes. He lost, uh, like, 70 pounds. Dude, that is, that is crazy. Um, man, he's he's not a bad fighter, man. He's good, and but you know, Chris, you know, I love you know, Chris, I love Chris too, but now uh, Chris is over with, man. He's yeah. over, it's over with. I mean, I'm not yeah. I love the heavyweight. Yeah, after uh, after he lost all that weight, Ruiz uh, got into another fight, and it was just exactly like uh, Doctor Chris used to say: when they lose all that weight, they lose a lot of muscle, and he just got his ass whipped. Um, and now he's coming back, trying to t- trying to make a comeback. Um, both of them need the. Uh, I'm sure both of them need the paycheck, and that's why they're they're uh, set up that way. Well, I, I would go. I would just go read for the fact that you know Ariel is you know, old, you know just just the older kind of guy. Um, now he still has power, so. I'm not going to say it's a toss-up, but I'm I'm kind of leaning more towards Ruiz. So, um, now if either either one of them want to fight me for six point two million dollars, I'm not losing weight for nothing. I will fight them <laughs> fast right now. I mean, no, I'm not scared I, of nobody. Yeah, Bob has already offered to uh, get in the ring with him uh, for the uh, tax money on the six point three. So, yeah, just uh, when he has to pay in taxes. That's right. Well, he. 
He has a deep voice. He's a big guy, so I'm scared. I'm not saying nothing. I'm out of this. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what I'll do, brother. I will be your publicist. Let's do that, and I'll just take point there two. How about that? There, there you go. Listen, there we go. I am a much. I was a much better writer than a fighter, trust me, because <laughs> you get in the nose, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And now that I'm 45, the other day I stumped my toe, and I still need Jesus. I mean, I, I, is it still there? No, I'm like, Sharon, can you look, please? She's like, it's just your toe. I'm like, but I seen the light, and it's not funny. When you get older, you just start stepping on stuff, and it's not cool. So, yeah, I mean, I almost got to fight. Okay, I did win a fight the other day. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what, that six-year-old had it coming. I'm telling you right now. We were sitting there at McDonald's, and I'm trying to, you know, get on the little toys and stuff. And, it, you know, she said something, and, okay, she won. I'm just kidding. But I was almost I was almost in the fight. But when you take a Lego to the eye, it's over. It's That's over. right. Yeah. But, Benny, what do you think of uh, JoJo Davis and uh, the fact that he lost his belt for a lousy three pounds? You know, uh, the, the deal is with – if you know you have a fight coming, man, stop eating Taco Bell, unless you're a heavyweight. You know? and, and the deal is is that um, these men are supposed, and even ladies who fight in, you know, let's give, give them props too. Um, you know you have to make weight. You know you have to do this. You, you understand that there's so much on the line, and you have to be disciplined. And and you, it, nobody, not everybody can be like Ricardo Miorga and smoke a cigarette, you know, and still do good. But you just, it, it's called discipline. And that's the reason why I never tried to be like heavyweight because I'm fat, you know. But, I mean, you just, it, it's called discipline. And, and you put this, when you have that title, it, it's sacred. Now, which title was it? Because there's like so many belts these days. I was the Arkansas Super Heavyweight Trailer Park champion, by the way. And, uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, you know. I, anyways, but I'm just saying it really. It's called discipline. It's discipline, and you have to be disciplined in the fight game. Um, John Bray, you know the the. You remember John Bray, a, a famous oh, trainer. Yeah. Love John Bray. He always said, and and I was talking about being in shape. I'm sorry, just struggling by my side. Um, there's this called being in shape and being in fighting shape, and. And it is a difference, you know, being in shape and fighting shape. But the deal is, when you have this much on the line, you should understand that, hey, your ass shouldn't, your butt should not eat certain, you know, certain things. You should work harder and be better. And if you lose that title, I would much rather lose a title to go out, go out, go out on my shield and get knocked out in the twelfth round with one second left than losing on the scale. To me, that's more embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, you had, you had uh, brought up uh, something that I, I'd forgotten to tell everybody that uh, at one time you were the uh, um, Arkansas uh, cha- heavyweight champion. Super super heavyweight because I'm fat. Super heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I beat that cat. He was a blind cab driver. I beat that sucker to death. <laughs> Now that brings uh, up a question I have: Is it Arkansas or, or is it Arkansas or Arkansas or do we call Kansas Arkansas? <laughs> like I get confused in those two books. I was drunk when I fought. I don't remember. All I know is that they gave me a belt and I said I won. That's all I know. Yep. But, but I, I will. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. You know, guys, when we're fighting, um, I started fighting. I was thirty years old. And the only reason I always wanted to fight my whole life, but I couldn't because I had a, a family at a very young age. And I took that step at 30 years old, and I'm a truck driver, not a very good one, by the way. But I, re- I remember trying, I was a writer, I wrote for Doghouse Boxing, and I wanted to understand what these men and women went through. So I'm like, you know, I want to I step in the ring because, <laughs> excuse me, there's a lot of great writers out there, way better than I am. But that, I wanted an edge. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to just be able to say that, hey, I stepped in there and tried it. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I wrote a whole series about what I went through. About and matter, I fought the first fight. Matter of fact, it's coming up here. What? It's February. Mm-hmm. My first fight was February, 
um, of, hell, it's been 15 years ago, this month, 15 years ago. And I started training and, and trying to lose weight and get ready during, you know, Christmas, you know, Thanksgiving, and, you know, all that's, you know, stuff. It was hard. And, um, but when I was, this is no joke, the greatest thing that night that I fought my first fight, we were in Arkansas, and I was the nobody. And I fought a guy who was nobody, too, but he was from Arkansas and from Texas, so of course I was booed. But I do. I remember this. It was so damn cold. I had to walk. We was like in a like a FFA. I like animals. <laughs> you know, I was. I'm coming out from the ark, and um, all I remember was was warming up, and I was walking in there, and it was so cold. But I got in there. They played Johnny Cash because I hate playing Johnny Cash, and I'll never forget my my stepdad, who's dead now, just died a few months ago. My stepdad walked into the ring. My 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 nephew and my cousin and my son. And when I walked by, my family stood up, and Lord bless my soul. My mom was there, and she stood up, and I was dead. And we got in the ring, and they actually had the video, and we fought. And the guy, people, you do not play fighting. It, it's for real. All I remember was when the bell rang, the guy hit me, and I, blood went down. When he hit me the first time, blood went down my throat, and I'm like, I'm not going out like this. And, <laughs> just threw a few punches and I hit myself and hit the referee like in wrestling and they counted him out. <laughs> but kudos to, to men and women who go out there and put their life on the line. And there's a lot of great fighters who never made it to the level of getting the title. I'm being serious. I mean, these are warriors who get in there and do that kind of stuff. And I, I, and I understood then that it's not funny. In my second fight, I fought under the under the card of Shannon Briggs, and um, he was a good friend of mine, by the way. And I fought a guy for a you know piece of crap title. I'll just be honest; it was a you know it was a little novelty, but I still got that title. And I was so fat I couldn't put it around my belly; I just threw it on my shoulder. But it means something to me. It means something to me. So <laughs> I'm just saying. So, but I, I will take that to the grave that I was the. Undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, um, super heavyweight champion, who fought in Arkansas, whatever he said, you know. So now I'm back in Iceland training for um, uh, taco debate. Yeah, they, uh, tonight we also have uh, Mauricio Lara uh, versus uh, Josh Washington. Do you have any thoughts on that one? I really don't. I really, I don't even honestly. I really don't because. Anytime I pick a fight, it goes wrong, and because I tried to find my wife earlier, and that's why I'm outside calling y'all. So <laughs> that's this is a really done. I honestly don't. I'm sorry. I am the worst guy to come on this show. Next time, don't answer my text, Butch. Do not answer my text. I would not come on ever, ever again. I'm so sorry for bringing down the show. But <laughs> it should be a decent fight. Both both fighters have uh, have a decent record. Um, Laura has a, has the upper hand on it, and, and he's a little faster. Uh, he does go to take the fight to the center of the ring, tries to keep it there. Uh, Washington is known for dancing, so uh, it would be something to watch that uh, that fight tonight. But uh, we'll have that uh, a report on that uh, next week. But, uh, well, um, Bob, here in a minute. Get one last for you, Bob. Uh, Simon versus Keller. Diamond versus who? Yes, you Simon say? versus Kelleher. Kelleher. K e l e h e r. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Keep up with everyone's uh, 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 names or whatnot. Um, yeah. So that that was part of UFC uh, 258. Um, right. But yeah, so that 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 was that was good too. That was not too. Um, I can't remember exactly which fight it was, but those uh-huh. two are doing well. Let me go back over here real quick. Yeah, that was on two fifty eight with Usman. Um Yeah, because that was um, was it Brian Kelleher, right? Yes. Yeah, 
and, and Ricky Simone. Okay, so that was a decision. Went to round three. Um, again, good fight. Um, wasn't the greatest. Uh, the, the fight before that, because, um, you know, the featherweights are really action-packed. Um, went the distance. Lots of strikes. The fight before that, there was a middleweight uh, for between Pit, uh, Mackie Patolo and Julian Marquardt. I think that's the one where uh, the favors were going the other way, and then he got the submission choke on him. So, yeah, that whole card was good. Yeah. Just getting them all confused. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. And the last one we have is was uh, Juan De Leon, De Leon uh, knocked out uh, Jose Acevedo uh, to win the uh, uh, lightweight uh, title. Uh, he knocked him out in the sixth round. It was a it was just a dance for the first four rounds, and and uh, nobody really was doing anything but uh, either uh, hugging or touching. And then all of a sudden, uh, De Leon, about the fifth round, uh, came on strong, and in the sixth round, just uh, took him out with 137 in the uh, in the sixth. So, does uh, it uh, pretty nice? Covered an awful lot of stuff here. Yeah, well, tonight, real quick, I'll give a plug to uh, the, the heavyweight main event tonight, uh, Rosenstruck against uh, Cyril Gain. Um, and both of those guys are coming off, uh, you know, we talked about Gain earlier, uh, beating Dos Santos. But both of those guys' last fight was against Junior Dos Santos. So I can assume Dos Santos is going to probably retire or be cut. Um, you know, but I did, you know, that was a good fight. Uh, that, that Cyril Gain that came out, um, by the second round, you know, he was scoring his jab all night and then kind of found that, uh, found that distance, then came in with some heavy elbows. And uh, Dos Santos was complaining, and I watched it. He said that the first elbow he threw that knocked, kind of knocked him out was to the back of the head. And, and I watched it on slow-mo. I seen it, and it kind of looked like it was an illegal blow. Um, but it pretty much dropped Dos Santos. So tonight they're going to put those guys against each other. And uh, – uh, it'll be, let's see, they're, uh, oh, where'd it go? Um, yeah, ranked uh, fourth and seventh. So uh, that Cyril Ganey is, is uh, he, he's just climbing the ranks, and he's only, you know, he's 7-0. and 0, uh, But you got other guys in there like 25-7, and 7, Derek Lewis, you know. So that's going to be an exciting. Stevie Miocic is still on top. Um, but then he's fighting Francis uh, Nagano here soon. So right. um, that will be good. And then they're going to uh, go after that, the heavyweight camp. But but keep your eye on this kid tonight. He's working his way up, 7-0. and Let's see what happens. He's going against the fourth rank. He's ranked seven. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you one question on, uh, before we go. Terrence um, Crawford and Earl Spence. Spence, has got, Spence is the big guy right now. Everybody wants Spence. And they're trying to put a fight together, but uh, Crawford wants fifty wants fifty one percent, and what they're offering is a sixty forty uh, on Earl Spence's uh, side. Would you take a sixty forty fight? Me, yes. depending Wait. on 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 the on the weight or on the on the how much it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if we're if we're splitting, you know, a thousand dollars sixty forty, I'm not oh, no. interested. Oh no, no, we're, we're talking. We're probably talking around between uh, five and ten million dollars on this one. Oh my God, I do. Yeah, I do it in a heartbeat. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I'm just, if somebody else has got a you know a bigger name, I mean, granted, the boxer guys are, are you know fighting for more money and they're used to that yeah. kind of those kind of deficits. But you know, I mean, if 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 I'm seeing more than six six figures on anything. I'm, I'm right. fighting with my heart and soul on anything, you know, I'm putting everything sure. on the line for that. Um, but that's, you know, that's, sure. that's, that's a fighter mentality. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because again, us, us you, MMA guys don't clear the kind of money that the boxers right. do, you know? Right. Um, so it, it, it's completely apples and oranges there, but man, I would, I'd jump through fiery hoops for a million bucks, you know? Sure. So, sure. Well, good. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> My wife said she'd sign my chip. <laughs> give, give me permission. She's a physician, so she can help you with in the aftercare. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, see, back in the day when I had the gym, we always we we kid that we had cards made like 
uh, you know, you beat them, I treat them kind of thing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, w- I was trying to generate her business, you know. Yeah. But yeah. in the long run, it's just me. And, and, and thank goodness for the, uh, uh, the, the military medical because, whew, I've been getting surgery sure. after surgery. Sure, sure. It, uh, it, take care of yourself. That, that's what that's what it's there for. I mean, she's she's serving a long time to uh, to help you get that. So you deserve everything you uh, anything you can get. You 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 guys deserve. Uh, yeah, I appreciate everything. You do. MMA stuff, you don't. I mean, and that's the thing too. It puts that toll on your body. And you know, if you don't, if you're sure. not a Conor McGregor or a John Jones or something like that, by the time you're my age, you're just broke. That's all you're, sure. you're broke in, you know? And sure. uh, so not everyone gets lucky as me and Mary's up the way I did, but hey, I, 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 I recommend it. I fully recommend it. <laughs> hey, well, we're uh, just about ready to close. Uh, Bob, I want to thank you uh, very much for all your preparation and, and uh, again, um, being uh, so knowledgeable about the fight game and, and being able to help us out every week and we appreciate it, and we appreciate her for uh, allowing you to, to uh, have that time with us. Uh, we, I know that's uh, very tough, and uh, I want a family for somebody to spend that much time away. So uh, we uh, no, we always my pleasure, and, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. And I sorry to the fans tonight. I wasn't as prepared as usual. We're again, you know, no sailing is tougher than you think, and so I got to yep. do some studying there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women of police and fire services. When you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please, you're very, very tough times for everybody. Please let them know that you know they're there. Um, these programs are dedicated to those who've lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, Sergeant Thomas Bainger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, <clears throat> Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, uh, San Diego Officer Mike Hendler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Onofo, Crispin, Lakeland PD, Chief Al Hogle, Longwood Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo, Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Cotliff, uh, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Rodney Bond, Delaware State Police, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, FDLE Special Inspector, Vinny Galaccia, Delaware State Trooper Corporal Stephen Ballard, Kissimmee Patrol Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerber, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, LA County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, um, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, um, Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Sergeant Brian LeVake, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and uh, Deputy uh, Mike Malik, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, although we may, you may be 10-7 at this time, at some time we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, when the rose rises out to meet you, may the winds be always at your back. May the rain fall softly on your fields, the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the palm of his hand. Good night, God bless, and have a great week. Oh, <laughs>